Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the Vegas Strip. Here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. live coast to coast. 200 radio stations every weekday, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Vegas. We got an action-packed Tuesday for you. Monday off. Wow. Wow. We've got a couple days until the series starts, but what an upset. Toronto. They were 6-1 to one underdogs after going down 0-2. Fez and Brad, uh, there's, there's ramifications. In, <laughs> in Vegas, there are ramifications when you're wrong and when you're right. We're joined by him. No one's with a mysterious illness. Brad Powers. Steve Fezzik, the pros who know. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. Yes, he's still here. I I don't know if we're going to get the best of the best distilled from Jonas Knox. <laughs> he did three hours this morning. Now, did you find yourself talking more politics, 
Did you wear like a Make America Great Again hat? No. I, like, you were on Clay's, you know, hosting today. Yeah, no, I, I try to stay as far away from that as humanly possible. That's I, Politics aren't really my thing. It's just not. Politics and winning bets really aren't my thing. I, I figured well, it out. You so. know, I, can, I can certainly confirm the uh, second one you said. That. Uh, absolutely. By the way, you mentioned uh, no mysterious illnesses. Had there not been a holiday weekend and the show was off yesterday, one or two, either Brad or Fez is probably out. So I'm you, gonna, I'm gonna book you it. figure that they, because it was a three-day weekend, they couldn't act like <laughs> yeah, they were somehow. They, okay, yeah. okay. Well, I tell you, I'm super excited about. To me, and we're gonna get to it, but this Durant story, we'll be talking about it the whole hour. Is I don't think any player in history, perhaps their legacy will be potentially, and I think in this case it's more than potential, I don't see any real out where Durant, the aftermath of this, however it goes, other than Golden State losing. If Golden State loses and Durant doesn't play, it changes everything. But if Golden State wins and Durant, even if he plays from game two on, I'm not sure this doesn't affect his legacy in such a negative way, especially he ends up never winning another title. Yeah, it feels like a no-win situation for Kevin Durant, but it was an all-win situation for the Toronto Raptors. They are on to the NBA Finals, closing out the Milwaukee Bucks this weekend. So, RJ, the Finals are set. Game one coming up Thursday night. It is the Warriors. It is the Raptors. A a surprise Toronto team being down 0-2 in the series before. What does Vegas make of it? Yeah, 6-1 underdogs and... If you look at the odds right now in the series, it's in that range. And again, if you shop around, you can get different prices. It's like, hey, how much is gas? It's going to be within a certain range. But you go across the street. Faz, I could see you driving your Beamer. You got a Beamer, right? Oh, yeah. Is it a Beamer (laughs) or a Mercedes? Beamer, right? It's actually a Mercedes. You got a Benz. I mean, think about how rich you got to (laughs) be. Oh, my. Hold on a second. He literally, his eye, you know, when someone's really thinking and their eyes roll as they're really like doing deep thought, I asked him, did he have a Mercedes or a Beamer? And he had to really, really think about it. I mean, listen. I am Elmer J. Fudd, millionaire. I own a mansion and a yacht. Now, luckily, we're going to relieve you of some of that money. So it is... <laughs> It is a Beamer. <laughs> it is. My feelings, obviously, were hurt with Milwaukee, as was my wife. No, I understand. I understand. But the, I could see him, like, like getting that car total, trying to dr- drive across the street to save a penny on yeah. gas. All right. So, but if you look at the odds right now, it's Golden State minus about 300 You can shop and get better. So $3 wins you a dollar. And Toronto is about 100 to win you 240 now, the straddle there is 60 cents between 300 and 240. You might say, geez, that's a lot. Well, as the favorites go higher and higher, effectively, Fez, and tell me if this makes sense to explain it this way, the bookies really only get paid if the underdog wins. Thus, they have to make that difference where if it's minus 110, minus 110, the straddle's 20 cents. If it's, let's say, minus 200 plus 170, it goes to 30. So there's, there's the different break points. This is uh, real simply just a matter of because Golden State has such a good chance to win that if the Raptors do win, the bookies want to take their that difference 
be a bigger chunk. Is that a fair way to say it? Yeah, and as, as it turns out mathematically, it just turns out that the bookie will have about the same theoretical hole. Exactly. So don't look at that and say, oh, that's a bad bet. It's about the same Theo as usual. So math says a little less than 70% chance when it comes to Golden State winning. Right around 70%. Okay. Now, next segment, about 20 after, we're going to be talking about the aftermath in Milwaukee. And we actually were talking at length with a film analyst. Now, think about the specificity of this. A film analyst that breaks down Toronto games. It's his whole job. And uh, we had a long back and forth today, and we'll be leveraging that to see what really happened in that to Milwaukee, to Giannis. Is, needs there be, need there be a real reevaluation of how good Giannis is. So let's focus now on how good Toronto is. So, Fez, you were a skeptic. You were peacocking around when they were up 2-0. What is your conclusion about Toronto, which I think obviously speaks to at least a little bit their intrinsic quality and what that means against Golden State? Yeah, I slightly upgraded Toronto. I think. Well, hold on, hold on. From the start of the series till now, you slightly upgraded Toronto. I did. Okay. Now, any normal thinking human is going to be out there saying, well, geez, this was a fundamental change in assumption that Toronto's was, you know, didn't even have home court advantage. They were down 2-0, all these different things, and they still gutted it out. And Fez says, ah, not impressed. Like there's a meme out there with you crossing your arms, you know, in sunglasses, getting in the Beamer. I mean, the Mercedes. Well, I was slightly impressed. I did upgrade them versus where they were to start the series. But bottom line is Toronto had a no, nice. No, Fez, oh, no, I don't need you to repeat the same thing. I'm asking you to answer the following. Qu- I, listen, here's the question. Almost everyone would say upgrade Toronto significantly. Why aren't you? Because I felt that Milwaukee was unable to adjust to Toronto's fundamental difference. They threw at them at defense. What does fundamental difference mean? They threw the Giannis wall. They double-teamed Giannis. They left Milwaukee guys open from the perimeter, and Milwaukee just did not make their perimeter shots. Okay, so I, I'm confused. If I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas talking to Steve Fezzik, how does a team win? Like, give me the recipe to win. Score more points. Okay. So, and the only way to make points is making buckets, right? Either free throws, I guess, or twos or three. So you just pretty much said Milwaukee didn't make enough buckets, so they lost, but Toronto won because of that, so I'm not going to upgrade them. Yes. (laughs) I mean, let's bring in Daryl, producer Daryl. Who had a real coup today. We'll be talking about bottom of the hour when it comes to this uh, NBA story with this Hampton fellow who is going to Australia. We really broke something fresh here, bottom of the hour. There, when you hear that, and Fez just answers, like I'm setting him up to sound ridiculous, and his answer is, yep. So let's say it one more time, is when the Bulls won their titles – how did they win their title? Scored more baskets. Yeah. So, but did you say not impressed? Bulls got better shots, too. Okay. So now we're actually, with your eye, you're assessing. Now, would you say you watched every minute of every game of the series? No, I did not. Most of it, though. 
Okay, so that means 51% or more. 85%. Okay, so with your eye, and was your son Johnny anywhere in the mix? No. no he n- never comes in and watches a game with his dad? No, he doesn't. That's kind of weird. He doesn't like sports? Not really. No one's judging, though. That's Steve Fezzik, father of Johnny. I'm R.J. Bell. So the question is, you're saying with your eye, you're able to tell, oh, Milwaukee's missed more. Now, how many games did you watch in Milwaukee throughout the regular season? Oh, 15 or 20. Wait a minute. You're saying one out of four games. Parts of it. (laughs) So if you add up the game, and remember, the truth will set you free, right? So just tell the truth. Is... What, if you add up in aggregate how many games you watch, where if you watch the half of two, that's one game. How many Milwaukee games did you watch? Five. Okay. So five out of 90-plus uh, this year. But it sounds like you just well, – that was regular season, I'm guessing. Regular season. Okay. And you watched almost all seven of these. And almost all the playoff games. So you actually saw more Milwaukee during the postseason than the regular season. I did. But somehow you're able to then – and you actually – sounds like you saw more Milwaukee during this series than you did during the entire regular season. I did. But somehow you're able to compare this to the regular season and say, this is off. Milwaukee should be a little bit better in this. And because of that, Toronto, ah, I'm not really going to upgrade them. The reason, RJ, is because Milwaukee – Is there a new reason? No, it's the same reason. Milwaukee, not only did they miss their threes, they had wide-open looks in most of their games for their three-pointers. They shot 31% for the series, which is would have made them the worst three-point shooting team in the entire NBA. Okay. And you're saying if they just would have shot their normal amount from three – 35%. They win the series. They w- Yes, they would have outscored Toronto significantly. All right. So I guess the question is – and. Daryl, you can jump in. Jonas, the kind of non-batters. Maybe Fez is right. Maybe it's that simple. Because, the you know, one of the points I've been making is if somehow Milwaukee had made even a couple threes just in game five, in theory, the whole conversation changes. Game seven's at home for Milwaukee. You know, if Milwaukee wins game five, now I know that Toronto, it wasn't even – you know, kind of a decided at the last second game. They were they won by, you know, less than 10, but more than a bucket. Six points. Right? Yeah. So, but really, it's two free or two three-pointers and a foul shot. And all of a sudden, the whole narrative changes. It just feels like it discounts what Colin was talking about today, which was, you know, throw out the math, put the calculator down. When it's championship time, when it's winning time, there, there are certain guys – that step up and the math guys will say you know probably not it's just we reverse engineer it that what imagine if we just started flipping coins and one of in in between us three at the table and whoever flipped the most heads out of a hundred was champion but somehow i won three times in a row well the odds would be against me winning three times in a row but it still wouldn't be a sign i'm a great coin flipper so usually in the NBA, some years some guys do well, some years others do well. But then occasionally there's that one guy that seems to do well all the time when the pressure's on, Michael Jordan, let's say. Is that because Jordan's different? Or the math guys would say someone had, you know, with all the players in the NBA, someone has to be that quote-unquote lucky to, you know, that's the old thing about, if you listen to Warren Buffett, and if you're interested, look this up because there was a real debate in the '80s with these mutual fund guys that were, you know, had like you know nine to ten uh, profitable years. The question was, 
were they great? Or was there enough mutual funds that somebody had to go 9 out of 10, even if it was just random? Daryl, with you, as a fan first, do you think there's clutch? Do you think think Milwaukee, because what Colin was saying was Milwaukee was frozen up. You know, you could tell no one wanted a shot late. So if they didn't have that clutch gene, they're gonna they are gonna miss more threes late, right? If you listen to the Golden State GM, he was talking in the last week or so saying, Hey, the legs get tired, it's tougher to shoot from outside. If you keep relying upon that, it's a fundamental flaw in your scheme. So Fez, maybe it's a coaching thing, or is it guts? Is it some intestinal fortitude that Jordan has and the Bucks don't? I, I, I'm, I'm going to go with guts. I think it's more guts because it's who wants it the most. I don't think Milwaukee wanted it. And it's funny, that phrase, who wants it the most, is something that the gut guys just hold on to. Like, and, and, and I get it, right? And then the math guys just sneer at that kind of thing. What, what do you think, John? <laughs> Uh, I think that we're missing out on one key ingredient to what happened in this series, and it's something that I don't think Toronto can count on because it's never happened before, and that's Fred Van Fleet having the three games of his life. Like, that's (laughs) stuff like that. You can't account for that. I mean, like, we were talking about it. Perhaps you can. And we're going to talk, we're going to save that till tomorrow is a day of reckoning. Another one for Fez when it comes to Van. Fez, I see you've got some. Look, he actually has a printout here that's actually colored. I've got, I mean, he's, he didn't spend as much time on his wedding invitation, <laughs> and he's so excited. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But I think you're right. I mean, the idea of Van – is it Van Fleet or Van, Van Fleet? Who knows? The F, the F I don't the even know. You're throws right. throws me off. I just think that when when something so rare happens like that, that kind of throws everything for a loop. None of it but makes But you could make the, the case end. he underplayed so much the first four games. True. That you add it up, he probably had an average series. Yeah, no, that's true. But I, listen, Fez has the colored printout <laughs> here, so we're going to find out tomorrow. But when we come back, two big things. One, aftermath in Milwaukee. I think some of your assumptions are wrong. Number two, the Laker aftermath. Big article came out today. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. 
Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash crshow. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash crshow. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. I'm R.J. Bell. We're straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. We will continue to take a look back at what went down in the Eastern Conference Finals coming up here in just a couple of moments. And soon looking forward to the finals. Thank you for joining us. We have fun each day bringing the fun of Vegas straight to you right now in the Strip. 81 degrees. The neon is flowing. So, RJ, we've been talking about the NBA Finals being set, but we're still looking back at what went down in a series that looked like it was in Milwaukee's control up two games to none, only to see Toronto win four straight and knock out the Bucks. Yes, yes. And uh, six to one, you could have got paid. So think about that. Six to one, Raptors to win from being down 0-2. Raptors are two and a half to one underdogs in the finals. So much, much, much more likely the Raptors win the championship than them making the championship after game two. Now, to me, one of the things we've stressed here on Straight Out of Vegas is the NBA is so narrative-driven. And I think that Sixer series against Toronto prior round was probably the most extreme. You know, after game one, it's like, oh, my gee. And then on the other side, after game two, it's OMG. And it's like, it's all. it was almost like a, it was like a Saturday Night Live skit, but it was literally, you could have got, if you would have just picked like the biggest names in media talking heads, Colin and a couple of others, and you would have taken everything they said about that series after each game, it could be a hilarious, and, and again, it's not like any one of them was any worse, is because we spend so much time now thinking about every game, 
where back in the day, there wasn't any talk. I mean, I'm talking the 70s, the 80s. There wasn't any talk. And I'm not saying that's glorified, but that was a time where things moved slowly. You know, there's a great line on Saturday or on Friday Night Lights where Buddy says, we don't win games in Dillon. We win state championships. We win seasons. And that's the way people used to think. And more so, even fans. And now, every game, you got so much energy, such a media infrastructure built up to talk about it, there's an overreaction. To me, I like it. The dumber the public is, <laughs> the more, I figure, listen, <clears throat> either the public's going to be smart enough from listening to this show, and we benefit, or they're not getting smart enough because they don't listen, and I'm beating them with the bookies. So... I'm fine either way, but I'm here to try. We're here to try to help. And what we know for sure is if a certain roulette wheel loses five straight days, the owner of the casino doesn't shut down a roulette, right? They might make sure that wheel's balanced. <laughs> they might make sure they did their background checks on whoever's dealing the roulette table, but <laughs> they're not going to shut it down. We overreact. So I went to a fellow, and boy, this is. We talk about the internet. We can talk about, you know, social media is a waste of time, et cetera, et cetera. There's great parts of it. There's a guy, his name's Coop. What's up, Coop? And his Twitter handle is at CoopMBA. What's he do? Literally all day, his job is to break down NBA tape. You might think, oh, that's cool, but the NBA is pretty big. No, no, no. NBA tape on the Toronto Raptors. So this guy knows the Raptors better or as well as anyone could. And he was kind enough to have a back and forth. He kept saying, watch the video, watch the video. Like, ah, it's a little long right now. I need you to break this down. Cliff Notes style. So Fez, a little disagreement here because the conversation is, what would you say is was your gut instinct about how to grade Milwaukee after this loss? Slight downgrade for Milwaukee. It felt like it was more than that. It felt like you were saying Giannis isn't the player we thought. And I felt like you said that um, the coach for Milwaukee, oh, man, he didn't make those adjustments. Yeah, Budenholzer's adjustments were not effective. And Giannis, we thought Giannis was better than Kawhi. So, wait, was his adjustments not effective or he didn't make them? He made adjustments. They were not effective. But you pretty much were saying last week he wasn't making any. I said he was making limited adjustments. I don't think that was the phrase, Brad. Do you remember that? He wasn't making any. Exactly. So now the limited was in your mind and you didn't share it with us? He was not making any adjustments on certain players like Fred Van Vliet and Meritich. He, he was keeping it. He should have known. He should have known to get on Van Vliet, huh? Well, okay, by game so, six, yes. Fair enough. So I think the consensus is reevaluate Giannis. What do you think, Jonas? Well, you mentioned this, and I think it's interesting that you've kind of taken advantage of the overreactions because we get a day, most of the time a day at least, in between playoff games. We do get the overreactions like we see on sports radio and all that. Is that similar to the approach and why you guys have been so successful when it comes to the NFL? Because you get an entire week of overreactions and, and Monday morning quarterback into where you guys can really really feast yeah. on people it's that combined with the fact that the public is a greater percentage of the betting pool right whereas if it's a february game brad does he has all the college knowledge portland state or something on a tuesday it's brad versus the other wise guys yep. to me 
He says proudly, yep, that's the way, me against the wise guys, baby. Look out, wise guys. Welcome to Mirage, Mr. Papa Giorgio. <laughs> He's arrived, but <laughs> but he does quite well. He certainly does. Um, in the NFL, Fez, and, and I think you agree with this, it's really about public perception. As much as the, and I think even more in the last couple of years, because, you know, allegedly Billy Walters was moving, the, and I always say allegedly with him, it was always moving the market in a way that he was betting so much, and then his followers, it, that even he could go he could go against the public. Now even the groups feel like if the public's one way, they're going to bet through those groups. Exactly correct. And by example, look at the Cleveland Browns. Everyone loves the Browns right now, RJ. I'd love nothing better for the Browns to start out like 3-0 and and become an absolute Because now the public's darling. even more on them. Right. So I would say it's the combination – of the public overreacts these days with the public being more involved in the NFL. And we uh, had like a 65% year last year in the NFL. All right, so Cooper NBA on Twitter said the following. Um, Fez, you want to wrap anything up on your position so I don't misrepresent it? No, no. We're, well, my number one position was just this Giannis wall. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's address that. So this is what Cooper said. He said that Toronto and Giannis, so the coach and Giannis, and I'm going to quote him here, did the job, their job of creating an advantage. The problem was Giannis couldn't really shoot from outside, so it allowed them to do the double and the wall and all that, and the others just weren't making their shots. So really, yeah, Giannis could throw the ball a little quicker. And as he said, wouldn't it be great if Giannis could making an outside shot. It's like, geez, we don't want him to be the best player in the history of the world. And when seven, I mean, if that guy's starting to hit threes, you know, we're not, you know, the game's over. Right. So yeah, it's easy to say that center should be able to shoot from the outside really <laughs> well, but come on, he's good enough as he is. And he's never shot well from outside Giannis. So other than that, the other guys didn't step up, which kind of speaks to the idea. Is this about clutch? Right, because it did feel like the confidence, and again with your almost perfect eyes, Fez, when you watch these games, would you say that you could, when the Milwaukee was taking their shots, did they feel like they were? Con I mean, you can see a confident shot. Did it feel confident to you? No, and it became less and less confident as the self-fulfilling prophecy fled. So Meritage, oh my God, I can't make these shots. All right, but here's the real takeaway is really it's hard to blame Giannis too much. And I think there has been a real reevaluation of Giannis off of a couple games that probably seems unfair. Now, I did ask this question. Did Toronto do something different? Was this, fun this wall, was it fundamentally different? He said no. He said no brand new ideas, but it wasn't considered to be the default way to play them. Whereas some teams did it, you know, tried to double. And all. Some teams didn't. And now the theory is, oh, this looks so effective. A lot more teams, kind of like in football, year one, Lamar Jackson, they get the tape, RG3. I'm projecting with Jackson. Adjustments are made. I think that more teams will play this way against Giannis. Now the question is, in the regular season, is Milwaukee's other players able to make their open shots? I think that's a key question. But he did know, again, Coop NBA on Twitter, that – Toronto is especially fast while still being in control. Kawhi, obviously, 
the leader at that. So they can execute this type of scheme better than other teams could mm. against Milwaukee. Now, lastly, about Milwaukee's coach is he tried a bunch to stop Kawhi, switching styles of defense, even though Milwaukee was the most switch-averse team in the NBA, didn't work, tried to influence left like they do on Harden, didn't work. So really, if you're going to grade the coach or Giannis, the blame's really not there. So I know it's fun to say, oh, reevaluation. Well, I think it's the other, the other players that need reevaluated. Yeah, I think you got to put Leonard in as the one of, if not the elite superstar in the NBA. They threw everything at him. Milwaukee did, and Leonard answered every defense. In just one minute, some Laker talk, plus that big college basketball player not playing college basketball. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Straight Out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we're going to take an early look ahead to Game 1 of the NBA Finals coming up on Thursday. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. Sadly, Bill Buckner passed away, and I was listening to some of the, you know, reactions, and one of the guys said something I had never heard, or if I did, I don't remember hearing it at the time. Producer Daryl, you researched this. This is fascinating. Yeah, so former Red Sox skipper John McNamara, he was talking, and um, he was talking about Bill Buckner being the best first baseman that he ever had. And he said his backup, Dave Stapleton, his nickname was Shaky. So he didn't want to put him in the game at that time because he just didn't want to put him in and lose it. But he said it was no type of sentimental thing against Buckner. He just didn't feel good with Stapleton. Oh, okay. So that's interesting. So what I heard was actually different than that. Huh. So what I heard was that Buckner at the time was so, you know, he was at the end of his career. He was known as a serious liability on defense. So, but they had a nice lead. So the manager, and again, this is what I heard another broadcaster say. And the manager said, oh, we'll just leave Buckner out there because we got this thing pretty much wrapped up. I want him to be on the field mm. when the, uh, you know, when we win, win this title. And then, lo and behold, you know, the play happens. So you're saying that interview actually – so obviously that story was out there, and in, in he now, years later, the manager said, oh, no, no, that wasn't the case. Yes, this was a um, – I got this information from a 2011 New York Times story. Uh, sounds like it could be a little reinvention of history. That's there. right. Yeah, so – but imagine if the original story was correct, and I guess it's going to be hard to tell at this point, and to think that – the guy you were trying to help so much with Buckner, you know, in a way, let him be on the field. That sentiment not only cost him the tie being on the field, the World Series, but really affected every day of the rest of his life. So, RJ, one of the other stories that came out was courtesy of Baxter Holmes of ESPN. He covers the NBA. He's their senior writer, and he was talking about the Los Angeles Lakers and the dysfunction there in L.A. Some of the highlights from the article are Magic Johnson using uh, intimidating tactics to tr uh, possibly threaten people if they disagree with anything he says. LeBron James's people trying to get Luke Walton fired, even approaching Adam Silver while they were sitting down at a dinner. 
all the stuff that we've heard, all the stuff that's been out there, it appears to be true according to Baxter Holm in this new article that came out courtesy of ESPN. Yeah, and here's the thing is uh, I follow Baxter on Twitter. He follows me. Always, We have a lot of mutual friends. So to me, the first thing to say is, you know, obviously well-reported story. But here's what I know for media. In a, in a weird way, I've gone from totally having no access as a gambler. If anything, you have less access than a fan because, you know, I've known guys, coaches, you know, other people in organizations. They'd have dinner with me when they came to Vegas, and it's like, let's get the place out of the way, right? Because, you know, you can like me or not, but pre-recently, the idea that some gambler – and so-and-so coach are having dinner and say, yeah, they'd rather avoid the hassle, right? So it was the opposite of access. Now Fox Sports Radio, the Associated Press, pregame.com is the official odds provider for the AP. It's a situation where we've got some access, and we certainly know people who have a ton of access. And the thing I've learned, the first question to ask with any of these stories is who were the sources and were the sources on both sides of the dispute? Because really, a story only has drama, drama, as they said on Cheers, is if there's a dispute, side A versus side B, right? Magic Palenka. Apparently, magic versus, you know, women with anxiety issues. I mean, I don't know <laughs> about all that, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But it's obviously in this and it's kind of not even like A versus B. It's it's Magic, Palenka, Walton, the buses. But even the buses have their own story. The brother, the sister. Then you got Rambus. You got the shadow owner, Rambus is white. I mean, this is like uh, I don't even know how to explain. I like isn't an you know, it's more than a Pentagon. It's it's more than five. So to me, it seems like we've uncovered exactly whose perspective this story was from. And what I would say is that from that perspective, it seems very well reported, but it doesn't seem to acknowledge that it's from that limited perspective. And when we come back, we'll talk about how we think we know how that story at least is one-sided about the Lakers and Magic, and also the first early preview when it comes to the NBA Finals. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, 
and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I'm RJ Bell. We're straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of You the Fan. We've been talking about the Baxter Holmes ESPN article on the dysfunction with the LA Lakers. RJ, you mentioned that you like the article, very well very well written, I should say, but a very one-sided article as well too. Where's your yeah, proof? Yeah, it, it seemed to me and uh I think well-researched even more so. I mean, obviously a lot of research, though I do always find it interesting. when at the, And these are the clues. What we're trying to do is help you be able to discern what you can really take away from such articles. Because the amount of money spent, man hours on an article like that is massive. Give ESPN credit. That's a net negative for them financially, an article like that. Even with all the talk, but they still are doing it. And, you know, give them credit for that. The fact of the matter is, though, at the beginning, this is what they said. They said, we talked to people from the executive suite to the cubicle and those associated with the team or, you know, loose ties. I'm not going verbatim there. Ties. Ties might have been the word. Okay. So really what we're saying is you talk to one front office guy. You could say, I'm not saying this is the case. You could say if you talk to one front office, one cubicle person, and 19 other, like, like what I say when Fez and I went out with Don Van Nata 
unrelated note, and we I've known Don for years, great guy. We took a picture, me, Fez, and Don, and I tweeted out three Pulitzer Prizes, two Super Contest titles in this picture. Now, Fez has the two Super Contests. Don has the three. <laughs> but I was in the group, right? So, to me, when you put all your sources in a big bucket and you headline with the impressive, and then during the actual article... You know, it doesn't seem like there's very much from anyone other than associate, you know, or uh, ties of the team. That's a trick, right? That all writers do, but look out for that. Who's saying this? But I also think there's a bigger trick. Is there was something that was anti-magic and there was something that was anti-Luke Walton. And let's look at the writing style. And luckily we have Brad Powers, who is here to do a dramatic reading with theme music. So first, dramatic reading, Brad Powers, the anti-magic writing. Yeah, so the context here is Magic Johnson. Magic, everyone loves Magic, said this, according to those close to the situation. I don't stand for mistakes. I don't make mistakes. And he was talking about a certain staffer that just made a mistake. And the, the theory behind it was, hey, one more mistake, you're out of here. So here's the paragraph preceding that. In the office, the staffer apologized and later off-site began to cry. That's according (laughs) to multiple people with knowledge of the incident. In the months ahead, she would suffer increased anxiety and panic attacks. She was prescribed anti-anxiety medication. She quit the Lakers after more than two decades with the team and then began several weeks of therapy. Multiple people with the, the familiar with the matter said this. She gave her notice on December 18, 2017, after two decades with the team. The same day, Kobe Bryant's two jerseys were retired. Okay. Very dramatic. And, and, and what happened was Magic apparently said, do your job or you're fired. Pretty much. Okay. Now, Luke Walton, with allegations of... Uh, I, we got the exact phrasing. Let's make sure we get that right. So, Brad, we want to do that dry reading. Well, I guess not necessarily dry if, if the writing isn't dry. We want to do the reading on Luke. Yeah, Walton joined the Sacramento Kings on April 13th. One day after he left the Lakers, one week after the Kings officially announced his hiring, Walton was sued by a journalist who alleged he sexually assaulted her while Walton served as assistant coach for the Golden State Warriors. And and what else did they say about this incident? Nothing else, huh? So that's interesting. On one hand, you've got a guy who, again, innocent till proven guilty, though I'm not sure anything's proven that multiple people said acts about magic, but okay, all right? Certainly someone is going either even further than that against Luke Walton, but innocent until proven guilty. But that was like the driest recitation yeah, of the it. facts you could possibly have. But for the magic thing, it sounded like <laughs> if at the end she, you know, the, the, there would have been multiple fatalities, it would have like maybe warranted that kind of writing. Instead, it was like she retired. <laughs> so to yep. me, throughout the story, it was from Luke's perspective. Now, if someone else or you know Luke's buddy's perspective. If someone else would write the same story from each of the other five perspectives, I think we would have the story, 
right now we've got one perspective, and I think it was done really well. So, RJ, earlier today, a major announcement from five-star high school basketball recruit RJ Hampton, who made his decision about where he's going, and it's not to college. He has signed a pro contract with the New Zealand Breakers to play professional basketball overseas. Yeah, to me, there's a lot to this story. And tomorrow, and we're going to have to hold, we've only got about a minute left, but this is, I think, the discovery of the day. Uh, we'll get into, obviously, Golden State tomorrow and on Thursday. We got more than enough time, 6 o'clock Eastern. But check this out because it just didn't smell right to me. This is a two-year contract for uh, ha- Hampton. Now, by the way, I'm so mad. This guy's RJ Hampton. Yeah, another one. So, so I mean, we'll talk about this tomorrow, too. I'm just going to call him Hampton, though. A lot of RJs are popping up. That's weird. Okay. Now, it was a two-year deal. What? He's supposed to be what pick in the draft? Fifth or sixth. Well, actually, didn't you say uh, sixth? Um, sixth would be the lowest. Yeah. I saw at Sports Other said going third, third or second. second. Okay. Yep. So he's probably only one year where he is. There's a $800,000 buyout in year two. But who pays the buyout? Producer Dale Darrell did the research, talked to the NBA, and says the team, the NBA team, will pay the first $750,000 of the buyout. So think about it. If they pay this Hampton fellow $800,000, k they are going to get this Australian team 750 back or 800 back for the buyout. So effectively, the NBA team that drafts Hampton will be paying for Hampton's time playing in Australia. We'll dig into this more tomorrow. The Odd Couple is next here on Fox Sports Radio. We're straight out of Vegas back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, right here on FSR. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. 
brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.